Hello, anime fans who are so excited to be here for this new episode of yours and my favorite anime podcast, Anime Double Play. We're coming at you on this February 7th, um, episode 137. So we got those sevens going on, but a lot of stuff to talk about. Talk about the new season kind of stuff going on that... uh, we're finally in the rhythm of watching and whatnot, so I'm uh, I'm pretty excited to talk about some stuff. I'm a little tired, but uh, what's new, such as life, you know? We're recording on Friday, so it should be out tomorrow or, or tonight at some point. But I'm joined by Mary, who is generally always here. Mary, what is up? Hello, friends. We are back. We are back for this great episode 137. We are back for round two of this episode 137 because we tried recording it yesterday and there were shenanigans and we had nothing we could use. So we are back tonight to talk about mostly the same things we've already talked about. So buckle up for some weird ass shit. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes sometimes. Um, Files got corrupted, but it's going to be better because we have more we stuff to talk about. We actually have the content. Yeah. Yes. My files got corrupted, and Thomas actually left the podcast early because he did not watch enough, so I talked about a lot of it alone. So, But now we're all caught up. We all did the correct topic of the week. We are I say all, like there's 200 of us. All we of are us. Both ready to go. We are both ready to go, and we are both ready and excited to bring you on this ride that is episode 137 because it has been a 24-hour ride for us and we are finally finishing it yeah so i'm i'm good wanna i mean we could talk about things we did this week but i kind of want to just jump into it unless you did something very noteworthy Um, two things that i just want to talk about they're basically the same thing um i'm caught up in the noragami manga Okay. And this is like a PSA. This is a plea. This is me on my knees begging you people to please read this manga. It is so good. And I know nobody who is caught up. So I can only scream at myself in the mirror instead of talking to anyone about it. So if anyone has the time, there's 86 chapters. It's a monthly. It's really, really, really good. You guys have seen the anime. You know it's good. Pick up a book. It's a a chap. I read the latest chapter yesterday after we blew the podcast up. And guys, just do me a favor and read it. I need somebody to talk to. Mary wants friends. Mary wants friends. And then secondly, I'm rereading Rurouni Kenshin. As you know, Thomas, because you gifted me the books for Christmas. Um... And it's great when you have something you like and it impacts you and you're like, yeah, when I was a kid, that was great. I love that story, whatever. But when you come back time and time again over two decades and it's still just as good and just as impactful. And it's not that Rurouni Kenshin was good because I was a kid. Rurouni Kenshin is good because it is good, good, (laughs) fundamentally in and of itself. And that's just like making me realize, one, I had great taste when I was nine. And two, like... I can't wait to lend it to everyone I know. I'm so excited. I ju- I don't know if this means anything to you, Thomas, but I just finished Volume 7. Okay. What do you mean? Okay. Does Sarah that... knows what that means. I only read Volume 7 once, 
when I was a kid because I cried like a baby at the end because I was a young trash baby. Young trash baby. Every time, every time I would reread Roni Kenshin, I would skip volume seven because I was still a young trash baby, but I'm an old trash baby now. And I finally reread it. I just finished it. And man, it's such a good series. It's hard to believe that he was arrested for child pornography. I don't know how somebody who made something so good can do that. But you know what I do? Like most things in my life, I don't think about it. So it's fine. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. It is. And um, that's really it. Besides um, doing more Kingdom Hearts data battles and getting my ass kicked. That's all of note that has happened to me. All right. Um, the one thing I'll note is that I got some people together to watch an anime movie for the new episode of Interviews with Anime Noobs. So I did that on Monday. We watched The Girl yes, I Left Through yes. Time. So Fantastic. That will be up at some point. I don't know what point. We kind of got to figure that out. You know, my roommate is inviting people over this on Sunday to watch Spirited Away with some friends. So I may also, well, all my friends are anime fans, so it wouldn't necessarily necessarily be anime noobs, but I'm sure I could squeeze some content out of it. Maybe. I'll let you know. Give it a shot, right? What do you got to yeah. lose? My, I have one friend who's coming. He's really into Gundam and um, JoJo. But, I mean, they've all seen Spirit Away before. Whatever. I'll figure something out. All right. Best of luck, Mary. Thank you. But let's dive in. So since you watched most of the anime today, is there one that you're, like, ferociously excited to talk about? Because we should just jump right in on that one. Mm, I did like the last episode of Somali. So let's talk about it. Isn't it a good show? Yeah, it, it totally is. Totally worth watching if you're not watching it. Mm-hmm. It's fun and cute and sometimes gets kind of serious. Yeah. No, um, it's definitely cute and it's that feel-good kind of like heartwarming hallmark sort of anime. But um, it's go- it, it also isn't just that, which is cool. I keep saying this, but it reminds me of Natsume Yujinsho, where at the end of the day, it's a heartwarming story. But it, it brings you places, and it brings you places emotionally that aren't, like, cheap cuts. Like, the show's dramatic stakes are very good, I think. Tell me why you like the recent episode so much. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I guess I just kind of enjoyed like that they're adding new elements to the show like it's not like this episodic kind of walk somewhere new meet people see cute animal people things and have the show be like really warm-hearted i feel like the show's trying to do a little bit more than that and i like that because i think it's a cool world and cool characters so it's worth like trying to build a plot Totally, yeah. And I love the world. I love the different settings and places. Like last episode, we were in this forest town with this underground, almost like Makalania Forest. That's a hardcore Final Fantasy X reference. Like Makalania Forest era, like landscape. And now we're in a desert town and we're in a crazy desert. And it's it's cool how seamlessly it can like switch environments 
which is which is just a great thing for its world building. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also I love the characters. I love Somali. I love Otosan. But um, things are getting a little ferocious. I don't know if I totally agree with the harpies. Um, reasons for trying to kill Somali. I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> I mean, even if, I mean, she's not going to kill her, obviously. But even if she does, it's not, it's not going to work. Unless there's some weird magic. Have we, but we haven't really seen magic in this show. This is fantasy. There are creatures. But I don't necessarily know if there's a supernatural aspect. You know? Hmm. So I don't know, I mean, just trading someone's blood, like what if they're not the same blood type, Harpy Lady? Where's my Valentine now? Like, this isn't going to help you. But unless you can, like, make a potion out of human blood and put a spell on it and drink it, then it might work. But I just don't know if that's legit in this world. Uh, I don't know. I mean, for some reason she thinks if she gets Somali's blood that she can... Save uh, Haida. Haitora. Haitora. You were close. I literally Haida just watched the episode the, um, too. It's the guy Haida from. Haida is the Gretzka. hyena from. Yeah. Yeah. Close. But yeah, I don't know. I like what the show's doing. I'm excited for the next episode. That's good. I did not expect the show to leave to have cliffhangers. I thought it would be like a cute episode of the week, and then you just come back to it. But um, it's. It's having, like, thematic things flowing between episodes. I think it's doing a really good job so far. I'm su- I'm pleasantly surprised with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's fun. It's a fun watch. Yeah, yeah. And the music's super good. And I said this yesterday when you weren't on. <laughs> um, the ending animation, like the 3D cell, is, like, so good. And all the music is in the show is good. I love the opening. I love like the classic vibe of the opening, but the animation and the coloring in the ED is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like it looks like Land of the Lustrous and Kato the Right Answer, which are two anime, 3D anime done right. And they need to do 3D anime like that more often. Beastars is apparently all 3D and that comes to Netflix soon. So we will be able to see what's up with that. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you know if there's a date for Beastars? Let me look it up because I'm less, my keyboard is less loud. Do you have any idea? I have not the slightest idea. I have no idea. Okay. Um, so then let's keep talking. Oh. March 2020. March 2020. Okay. Yeah. Oh, one thing really sad news while we're talking dates. The 17th to the 20th, the Violet Evergarden movie is going to be in theaters, and it's not playing near me, and I'm losing the will to live. No. I'm trying to figure out if I change all my life plans to go into the city to watch it, because like that is how important that show is to me. But we will see. <laughs> Stop clicking! We will see. Stop clicking. Sorry. Thank you. I'm just scrolling through some right. stuff. Content Don't. is What's king. What's the next show? Content is king, Mary. 
You should be the only thing that should be your main focus right now is the podcast. It's, What's the next show we're talking about? It's podcast stuff. I'm on my mouth. I don't care. What's the next show? Why are you being so mean to me? Because it's like weeks and weeks of annoying clicking, and I actually want the podcast to be good. Guys, Mary's being mean to me. And I'm opening up the applications for co-host of Anime Double Play. We're splitting. I'm making my We're own podcast. Up. We are going to fight over this. You will lose. Um, wait, so what do you want to talk about next? Let's talk about Azoken because I still don't know how I feel about the show. They got uh they got money to make anime. What episode are you on? That one's a few ago, but that was a memorable yeah. moment in the episodes that I watched today. Okay, okay. Right. I enjoyed that you, episode, so The one with the student council or the one where they sell the footage of Asakusa falling? No, the student student council. Yeah, I was also talking about this alone yesterday, which no one knows but me, but I just feel like I'm repeating myself even though I'm not. Um, I really like that scene. I like the animation that they had. My And this isn't a complaint. This is just kind of more of a perspective thing. So they show the short film in what the students are feeling, right? Because it's black and white. There's not a lot of sound, all this stuff. So when you're watching it from the student's perspective, it's such an amazing piece of animation they're seeing that it looks like there's color. It looks like there's wind blowing through the auditorium and all that stuff, which is super cool coming from the perspective of the audience. But I think it would have been neat if they just kind of played how it actually looked, probably a little crummier animation, probably not as fluid in black and white because then we'd be able to properly see how they progress throughout the show like using this first small movie as a baseline and then seeing their final production at the end and being like wow they went really far I feel like they almost made the um, don't let go of that machete too good for this early in the season that is more analysis than I thought you were going to give it I gotta say, that's pretty good. I agree with that. But... Yeah! I don't know, I guess... We'll see how they show off the rest of the stuff. Right, and it's not a complaint, because I totally get it. Like, you want to show how great the audience is, like, really looking into it and all this stuff, and it was a super cool scene. But I also see the benefits of maybe also presenting it the other way not as great, you know, and then using that as a bar to rise from. Because I bet it was still impressive, mm -hmm. but just different. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So, that yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, are you liking the show? Yeah, I'm liking it. I don't think it's the best show I've ever seen, but I like it. Yeah, I'm. I'm like hit or miss on it. Like, Every week. Not even every week. Like, within an episode, I'll be bored for the first 15 minutes and then pumped for the last 15, or I'll like a few scenes and then dislike the rest. I, I need... I just... I don't like being so indecisive. I want to like it. And I'm close, but I'm not, like, there yet. Mm. You know? The music's really good. Yeah. Um, it, yes, the opening's great. We all know that. Yeah, the opening so to, like, fun. If you listen to the OST, though... It's like so groovy. It's it's vibing. It, it's a really good backing track to um, 
what's going on on screen. It's doing a great, the composer, whoever they are, I need to look them up is doing a great job. Um, mm. What else Desu? What did I say about it yesterday? Um, the robot guys are kind of fun. I like how um, they sit on the toilet and pretend they're driving a Gundam. That's fun. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, I like how um, Asakusa cries at night, One remembering how big the universe is. I've definitely done that a couple times. <laughs> and um, That was pretty funny, too. <laughs> and the model girl sits in the bathtub every night and tries to do the Hadouken. I mean... I thought everyone did that. So we have our posse. <laughs> Pretty sure everyone does that, so it's fine. One one thing that's bothering me a little about the show, and give me your opinion, I don't really like the money girl. She's kind of a pain in the ass, but I think that's kind of her thing. I feel like she's super flat. It's kind of interesting to slowly see her actually be interested in anime. Like, at first she's just in it for the money. But you see her kind of, like, talking about concepts and ideas in the last episode. And that was a little refreshing. But I just think she's, like, really sour. And she doesn't have many likable qualities. And I don't, I wouldn't be friends with her. She also talks with her mouth closed. With her, like, weird teeth. I kind of like that, though. I wish she'd put her freaking glasses on. Why does she wear them on her head? Like you, yeah, you have a reason, and they're not sunglasses either. Like you're, you're young. You're ruining your eyesight. They've been prescribed to you for a reason. Respect you yourself. Doing? Yeah, but but didn't expect to rant about that in this moment. But you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm liking it. I'm gonna keep watching it because I'm not watching a lot this season, and it's actually kind of refreshing not watching a lot this season. Because I have time for, like, other hobbies, which is great. But, um, this is definitely the show I'm least, I least look forward to watching. Which I think is an unpopular opinion, because the internet loves this show. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I think of everything I'm watching, I guess this is my least favorite thing I'm watching, maybe. But... Wow. It's kind of hard to compare it to something like My Hero because My Hero is a long-running anime and Haikyuu's a long-running anime. So the only other thing I'm watching is Somali, right? And Chihaya? And Chihaya, which is like long-running. Kind of. Kind yeah. of, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's weird to compare. But I'm enjoying it nonetheless. I'm going to keep watching it. So, it's not something that I'm like, eh, I might not watch it next week. I need to, um, what I should be doing this season instead of other real life things, I should be catching up in Kimetsu no Yaiba and Vinland Saga. But instead, I'm planning a wedding. <sighs> which is so much more of a bummer than watching anime. Oh, how I wish I was watching anime. But it's fine. You'll get over it. Yeah. And if not, I'll, I will have to be over it in a year and a half because I'll already be married. Life's weird. Anyway, um, I pick next and I pick Chihaya Fudu. We are in the king and queen matches, people. We are here to play. Thomas, tell me your thoughts. Wait, you definitely picked Azoken, but that's okay. Well, can I pick two? Yeah, that's fine. I said it's okay. Okay. I just want to make it a point. Okay. Uh, 
episode was really good. Obviously, it's Jihai Furu. When is it not good? Well, you haven't you haven't seen the last few, so feel open to talk about how many you just watched. Okay. Uh, I'm, you saw both of them play Suo-san. Yes, I saw that. Uh, that was interesting. He's a weird character. I thought I liked him, and now I don't know what to think. Like, he seems, like, overly dramatic. Like, he tells her, like, you won't be queen. It's like, what? Like, why? Because she has friends? And then, um, uh, what's the queen, the current queen? Shinobu? Shinobu-chan. Yay! Thomas got a name! I did it. She kind of has, like, a similar reaction to, like, Shihai saying she went on, like, her class trip. She, like, got all mad and flustered and, like, stormed out, which was weird. Um, I feel like they're gonna go on the side of, like, oh, like, you're doing these other things that isn't just trying to become the best at Karta, so no wonder you won't be that good. I feel like they're trying to push that narrative, maybe, but I guess we have to wait for the new episode. But I, I don't know. It seemed I, a little dramatic. Sorry. Also, you're getting mad at me for clicking. You just posted in the Discord channel while we're recording. So. On my phone, so you couldn't hear it. And it's a really pretty picture. Oh my God. In the Arito channel. It is. Thank you. All right. Here's one thing I loved about the last episode of Chihaya Fudu, and I want you to hear me out. I think, kind of like the downward spiral of Shinobu chan was like really really cool in this episode so the match happens shinobu wins with her crazy ass for a sode kimono um and then you go to see everyone's rooms and you see harada's sensei's room and there's a hundred people in there and you see suo-san's room and there's a lot of people in there and you see inokuma's room and she has her family and some friends and some supporters and it's nice and then you go to shinobu's room and it's empty. And it's just her and her mom. Is that her mom? And you're like, oh, that's her mom. Yeah. And you're like, oh, feels bad, man. And then throughout the episode, you hear Shinobu saying like, oh, man, this this kimono is annoying. But you know what? My grandma picked it out for me. She she went through the trouble. Like, that's fine. And the mom's like, wow, I know this. It's like this every year. Thanks, grandma. But it's like really quiet in here. She's like, Thanks. And she says, oh, be careful with your kimono. You know, your grandma picked that out for you. And Shinobu's like, yeah, it was really nice of her. And she goes, nah, this is just a bargaining piece because she's a politician and she has connections with the kimono maker and you're a really great advertisement for her. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Shinobu's so family one, is depressing as fuck. Yes. So one, Shinobu has no friends besides her mother who's kind of evil. <laughs> Two, the one act of kindness... Shinobu thought her grandmother was showing her is not an act of kindness at all. Three, a ray of light, Chihaya comes in, bringing her a gift, there to support her. Oh my gosh, Shinobu's like, sit down, Chihaya, pretending she's her friend because she wants that social connection so much. And Chihaya goes, I wasn't in the Karuta tournament to become queen because I felt like it was really important for me to go on my class trip. Something separate out of the Karuta world, with normal friends in a supportive community. And Shinobu just, it's like the straw that breaks the camel's hat back. She snaps, gets up, and walks out of the room. And just, like, how all those events, like, 
fell into place so naturally to lead to her just like crushing her dorayaki and walking out of the room I thought was so cool and like a really good staging and it was just very well done not just any dorayaki it's a snowmari dorayaki there you go <laughs> um did you kind of get that vibe when you were watching that scene I thought it was a great scene yeah I mean I I think that's exactly what happened <laughs> um I, I don't know. You guys come here for the insight. You come here for Thomas Awan's keen insight. I don't know. I I thought that was like kind of obvious. I guess like she's like kind of jelly that Jaya has friends in a life, and kind of upset that she doesn't have anything good going for her besides the fact that she's queen. And even though she's yeah. queen, like no one really gives a shit. Like even her friends at school. Well, not her friends. The people. They're like, oh. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, watch, but good luck. <laughs> Which is, like, yeah. so weird to even say to someone. But, uh, but yeah. And she kind of sees Chihaya as a rival, and it's supposed to be the one person who kind of gets her. And then she's just like, nah, dude, I've got friends. Get friends, <laughs> Shinobu-chan. Just get some friends. It's easy. You just pay them. Speaking of supporters, speaking of supporters... What's up with um, Suo-san's phone calls? I don't know. I think he's telling someone to like watch the live stream or something. I'm not going to say anything. But just pay attention to Suo-san's phone calls. Oh, Mary's hinting at something. Just watch them. Just, just, just store them in your brain. Oh my god. But, oh, more importantly, Thomas. So, Inakuma loses. Your girl. How do you feel? What's up? Do you think she can come back? I think she will come back. <laughs> I don't know. I like her. All I'm, right. I'm all for it. Team Inokuma. Fighto. Step two. What did you think of Suo and Harada Sensei's match? How frustrating is that? What? That Suo just like let him win? That he's not taking it seriously. I mean, Harada has to take what he can get, but like. Man. This is why I don't really like Suo, because, like, I don't really get his deal. Like, he's not taking it seriously because he doesn't care, I guess? Well, he told Taichi in a weird flashback thing, which, by the way, whenever Taichi is on screen, my heart soars, and I realize I am garbage. Okay. But he said that he, said that he was going to retire after this, after he's king again, king again. Meijin again, and he says to Taichi, if this is going to be my last time, I want to sit on this mat as long as I can to, like, enjoy my final moments. So he's going to draw it out to five matches. Yeah, they did say that in the episode. But he said he wanted to play Harada, like, four episodes ago. So it seems weird to be like, I want to play him because I think it'll be fun. And then you get there and you're like, "Eh, I'm not really going to try. I didn't take that that he wanted to play Harada. I think he just wanted to play him over playing Arata. Maybe. Like he said, like if it's between these two, I would want Har- Harada Sensei to win. Yes. But that's the cool thing about anime, right? We can interpret things differently. Mm-hmm. For sure. But you know what? You know what's getting me kind of sad. It's almost over. How many episodes do we have that left? Was- I think there's only 24, and that was 17. Oh, wait. We have a lot of episodes left. We have, like, half a season. 
Yeah, but like it's gonna end one day. <laughs> I'm sad. I mean, all good things must come to the come to an end, except One Piece. So it's okay. One Piece will last forever. One Piece will last will last forever and a half. It will. It's not possible to end. It's unreal. It can end. Oh, but okay. Um, Haikyuu and My Hero. Pick your... Haikyuu! Pick whichever one you want. Haikyuu! All right. So, as we talked about before we started, when we recorded this episode that didn't work out last night, Thomas was like, did you watch Land and Air? And I said, no, I haven't watched it yet. So after I was in a horrible mood after this podcast blew up in our faces, I sat down and I watched Land and Air. <laughs> That's how I cheered myself up. Land and Air! And it was... It was so fun. It's crazy because um, we haven't really seen these characters since season two, which was five years ago. And I remember all of them. I don't necessarily remember their names, but I remember their faces and I know their roles and what they do. And that's just like, just a testament to really good character design and character interactions because I was able to remember how everyone relates to each other. Um, I also totally forgot that Liv was on, um, Nekoma, because when we, when he joins Nekoma and we play him in the, in the practice matches, he's never wearing the, the uniform, so when he, like, appeared in a Nekoma jersey, I was like, what is happening? But then I remembered. Liev. Um, it was cool seeing Fukudo Dani. I wish Nekoma beat them. I kind of forgot that. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. Why was Karasuno versus um, Shiratorizawa five matches? Best three out of five. And these were only best two out of three. These weren't, wasn't it the same tournament? These weren't the championship matches? Right. Because Nekuma lost. Okay. okay. Yeah, and they played the third, fourth match to make the Nationals. And then Fukurodani played some other school that we don't know. And they Itachiyama. Yeah, but we don't actually know that school. We haven't met any of their players. Yes, we have. I think. Who? They weren't at the I training the, camp. I think the guy with the mask, the weird nerd, the germy guy. They showed like the back of his head. It, it looked like him spiking in an Itachiyama jersey. So I think he's from Itachiyama. I don't know. We don't. We don't know for sure. Oh. You don't know? We don't know for sure. We were talking we were talking about this yesterday and we were talking about the guy with the mask who's a germaphobe and you said, "Have you watched Land and Air? You should really watch Land and Air." So when I saw that guy, I was like, "That's why Thomas wanted me to no, watch no. it because he's on no, Itachiyama." Wrong. Total Nah, you, you yeah. totally read me wrong. I was not implying that you did not make the mental leaps I thought you meant. I, I thought you No, meant. you were playing 3D chess. I was uh, drawing <laughs> stick men. <laughs> yeah, I was not going That's for that. Fair. I was saying you should watch Land and Air because it's good. Period. Okay, <laughs> I guess it was just a coincidence. Because then I think I saw him. And I was like, oh, that's why. But yeah, um... What I really liked about Land and Air is that I really like Nekoma. <laughs> like, 
Haikyuu could have been about them, and I still would have loved the show as much as I do now. That's that's fair. Did you ever watch the uh, the one shot there, and where it's about Liev getting uh, synchronization with uh, the setter? Yes, I don't remember it because I watched it a while ago, but I did watch it. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, they are all also like kind of a replica of Kurosano in some ways. Well, it's just the shonen trope. Underdog, friendship, difficulties, backstory, friendship. success. Um, we should do a, maybe we should do a live stream with everyone of watching one of the Haikyuu recap movies. That'd be fun. Oh, I didn't know those were a thing. Yeah, they're also, when you said, did you watch Landed Air? I was like, oh yeah, they released the Haikyuu movies on Crunchyroll. It must have been those. And you're like, nah, man, it's the OVA. So both the movies are on there. But anyway, I just realized we haven't even talked about the episode yet. Oh no! Did you watch the episode tonight that came out today? No. Okay, good. I didn't watch it either. Haikyuu is my Sunday morning cartoon. I lay in bed when I wake up and I watch Haikyuu, and that's how I know it's going to be a good weekend. <laughs> okay. But what did you think of the episode? Um, I liked it. I mean, I, I feel like I'm enjoying Haikyuu more and more as the season went on. I'm just kind of like enjoying the fact that it's Haikyuu. It exists. And I'm not sitting yeah. here wanting like crazy awesome plays and stuff. Like I was like, I want this to come out with a bang and it kind of didn't. So now I'm just like kind of enjoying where we're at. Yeah, I'm liking it too. I'm I, At the beginning, I was fine with it kind of starting on a low because I know like we ended on such a freaking high last season that we needed to build. But um, something has to happen soon, because I'm getting a little peeved. I want more Kageyama. I want more of my awkward son um, socially embarrassing himself by accident. I want more of Hinata saving the world by reaching out to people who are less fortunate than him and helping them become better. Um, it's a good show, and it needs to stay good. And I've been listening to the opening nonstop for the past two days. Oh, the Haikyuu. It is good. It's um, it's the same band as Four and Five, right? Yes, and we talked about this last week. Yeah, it's the same band as uh, Fly High and the best one, Hikari Are. Eh, not true, <laughs> but correct. No, it's the best one. It's the best one. Um. So yeah, I'm. I guess there's not a lot to say besides it's. It's still progressing. Hinata's learning a lot, which I think shows his maturity as a player. I'm excited to see how this changes his game. I hope they let him play this episode. Like, he's going to help Suki with practice. So I hope he gets to, like, hit a ball. That would be really refreshing from a volleyball anime to watch the main character hit the ball. But sometimes you got to take a break. So I'm still liking it. We'll just see how it goes. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And then last night when we talked about this, I did not watch it, but now I have My Hero Academia. In which I agree with you that nothing really happened this episode. Yeah, we kind of just watched, like, uh, like, them play with the kids. Yeah, is this filler? This must be filler. No. 
I read this part in the manga. This is not filler. This actually happens. Oh, really? I was kind of surprised. I'll tell you guys when I've stopped reading it. I don't think we're going to get through season four. I think it'll probably be halfway through season five where I've stopped reading it. But now they they actually have to babysit children as part of their exam. And they basically, like, we don't even make headway on it. Like, the kids come out and they're bad at it. And that's that's the episode. That's the entire episode. (laughs) That's it. There was some good conversation between Endeavor and All Might. And we have to really pay attention to Endeavor because he's going to become a bigger character eventually. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. I Again, I actually really enjoyed the uh, conversation. Because um, he asks, I thought like All Might was really cool because Endeavor asks him, what's the symbol of peace? And All Might basically says like, you kind of have to like make your own symbol of peace. Like, don't try to just be me. And I thought it was really cool, um, like, animation. Like, they made All Might look, like, super serious and stuff. Um, I really enjoyed uh, that conversation. I thought that was my favorite part of the episode, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely the most dynamic. Um, So, yeah, I'm liking it. I want to get to the part in the opening with all the kids and the stuff. And I can't say it yet because no one else knows what's really going on, but I know, and I want it to happen solely because it's super cute and fun. And I am not watching a single slice of life anime this season. And damn, is my hero academia going to turn into a slice of life? It better happen. I mean, the opening is at least. Oh, the opening is shoujo trash. Did you watch the ending, though? I told you to watch the ending last week. Uh, what is it? I Yeah, it's all the pictures oh of them. God. Yeah, I've seen the ending. Yeah, but then it's, um, no, it's with, um, Bakugo and Deku, and they're facing away from each other as they're growing, and then they face each other, and it's really I, good. That's yeah, I, I, I've watched it. I just don't, like, fully remember. Well, last time I, I wanted to talk about it, you were like, I've only watched it once. I, don't, I need to watch it I again. don't remember. I've watched it. I just don't really remember. Well, when you watch the new episode tomorrow, remember, write it down, and then tell me what you okay, think. Okay, I'll uh, pay closer attention to it. Cool, thank you. Uh, but yeah, I, w- I will agree with you that I was disappointed with this episode. Sad face. Mm. But yeah, um, with that, that's everything we're watching, right? Uh, Yes. Oh, yeah, wait, I mentioned this yesterday, but then yesterday didn't happen, and it's today now. So I watched the Sudune OVA, Mm -hmm. and it was really bad. (laughs) I shouldn't have watched Uh it. It was, it was, it was garbage. It was, it was really bad. Um, I like the show, ironically, because I thought the show was kind of bad. I mean, like, visually and musically it was great because it's Kyoto Animation and they're great at the, what they do. But it was it's just, like, melodrama to the highest of highs, which is why it is shoujo trash. And, um, but this wasn't even shoujo trash. The OVA was just trash. It just wasn't very good. And I, was, I had it on my queue for a while, like, saving it so I could watch it. And I made the mistake of watching it. And it was bad. <laughs> Look at me watching all these OVAs. One last thing on OVAs. Have you seen the OVA where Itachi makes 
Sasuke eggs for breakfast? No, I have not. Oh, oh my god. I'm going to send that to you after this, and you are going to sit and watch it. It's the best six minutes of your life. Okay. You all, you listeners, Naruto fan listeners know exactly what I'm talking about. Get pumped. Thomas will have commentary in the Discord after the podcast. Oh, wait. I'm not doing it tonight. It's six minutes. Oh, no. I'm I'm going to bed right after this. I'm so tired. (sighs) It's bedtime. I'll be up really early tomorrow. I'll be up at seven. Sometime... Sometime this week, you will get Thomas's in-depth critique on Itachi making eggs for Sasuke in the Naruto OVA. This is true. OVA. Wow. This is true. All right. So, Thomas, would you like to introduce the topic of the week? Uh, sure. So, we read the new Death at One Shot that came out, what, seven days ago? Six days ago? Something like that? Yeah. On Monday. And uh, we were just going to go over our our thoughts. I mean, it's not very long, um, but it's Death Note content, so it must be consumed and discussed. Yes. And just like an FYI, because I, I know one of our listeners is currently reading Death Note for the first time, <gasps> stop listening right now if you have not seen or read Death Note, because there will be heavy spoilers from here on out. So thank you for listening. Talk to you later. Everyone else, buckle up. We're talking about the one shot. One shot time. That was just that was just for Ganon because I lent him the first two volumes of Death Note on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how he likes it. All right. Yeah. Oh my god, I cracked so bad. It's one of those nights, Mary. Like my voice cracked really bad. Oh. It's one of those nights. Okay. It's just one of those nights. Be well. Thank you. Um, so, I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was an interesting concept. I was really engaged the entire time. I was like, whoa, what's going on? What's going to happen? I was reading it at work, and I would have to, like, put it down to do some stuff, and I would, like, have to go back to it. I was like, what's going on? Like, this is really... I thought it was a really cool idea, but I did not like the end. I thought the end left much to be desired. The end is, like, kind of a cop-out. Yeah, but let's, um, before we talk about the end, I guess, give me your basic impressions of it, and then we'll go plot point by plot point through. Um, I thought it was a fun read. Like, I didn't really think it was amazing by any means, but Mm -hmm. I enjoyed reading something from the guy who made Death Note about Death Note. That's it. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, it starts with this kid not even finding the Death Note. Ryuk just, like, picks him out because he's bad in school, but it's really smart, like, common sense. He's, like, street smart and not book smart. Like, he has great common sense, but he sucks in school, which is weird. And he's like, here's the Death Note. Have fun. And the dude's like, eh, come back in three years. Ryuk's like, what? I I want my apple. Why did he have to wait? The few years. I don't know why. They don't really say. Or if they said it, I didn't get it. I don't think they say it. Maybe because... I was curious. Maybe because... Maybe he wanted to be older. Maybe there was something about... Oh, you know what? I bet he didn't have a bank account. 
Oh, maybe. <laughs> when he was like, when he's in middle school, I bet he didn't have his own bank account. And maybe in high school, he got a bank account. And that's how he cashes out. Maybe. But we'll get there. So Ryu comes back three years later. The kid's in high school now. And he's like, here's the death note. And then he, the kid, did he have a name? Yeah. I don't even know. He did have a name. I don't remember it. Well, but I'm calling him the kid. The kid regains all his memories of the death note. So he remembers what he thought of when he had the death note. And he's like, okay, here's the plan. I'm going to sell the death note. On Twitter. It's like, what? Yeah. So Ryuk goes and he like puts messages on the news and he's like, hey, I'm selling the death note on Twitter. And people keep tweeting like how much they would pay for it and the price skyrockets and skyrockets. And then governments get involved and freaking Donald Trump is raising our national debt by betting on the death note and all this stuff. And it's crazy. Um, But while that's going on, People who had seen Ryuk before can see him on the news. So best character, Matsuda, is watching the news. The news and he's like, Ryuk's right Ryuk's there. on TV. <laughs> and Aizawa's like, Ryuk's on TV. And then they like call near wherever he is now with his long hair. He's adopted the name L now, which was a kind of cool thing for him. And he's just like, yeah, Ryuk's on TV. And then that's it. And then they stop talking about those characters that we love. And the rest of the story happens. Matsuda, like, messes it up per usual. Love my boy. His name is um, Minoru Tanaka. Minoru. Okay. I I had an M name in my head, but I wasn't, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matsuda does the Matsuda thing, which is great. Very on brand. Um, but then we never see them again in the rest of the one shot. Correct. Which is weird. But anyway, Donald Trump buys the Death Note for like a hundred quadrillion dollars. And that's not me making up a number. That's like close to the actual number. And this is where the cop out comes in. Ryuk's like, okay. So he delivers the Death Note. He's like, so we added a rule just to fuck up this particular situation. Whoever sells the Death Note will die, and whoever buys the Death Note will die. And Donald Trump's like, Nah, man, I'm not taking the Death Note. But if I say I bought it, I'll be a hero. So, because he would totally do that. So, he says no to the Death Note, but still pays the 100 quadrillion dollars. And then, Ryu kills the kid. And the show, and it ends. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's such a cop-out, right? Like, it's not, one, it's not fair to the kid because that wasn't a rule. Now it's like. Yeah. You know, like. Totally. He didn't do anything uh, wrong, but he just got killed for it. It, I don't know. The ending is like kind of weird. I wish. I almost wish he just, like, got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Like, I don't know. It was... It was so, like... It's kind of dumb. Uh, it was, like, the authors made this plot, 
And they were like, you know what? He would totally get away with it. He probably shouldn't get away with it. Let's make him not get away with it. And then they sprinkle some bullshit on top and the kid dies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why, why not just let him get away with it and then he doesn't die? Yeah, and he hadn't killed anyone. Like, he was fine. He technically, I mean, he technically didn't do anything wrong. Someone gave him something and he sold it on Twitter. People do that all the time. The only thing at the end that they, Ryuk says, like, well, I guess, like, everyone who touches the Death Note has misfortune or, like, uses it, even though if you don't, like, physically use it, which, whatever, still kind of a cop-out, but it's just kind of one of those things, I guess. Yeah, um, one thing that I did really like about it, and it was mostly during the beginning and middle parts, because the end, whatever, um, it was really interesting to see how technology kind of affected the use of the Death Note. So while I was reading it, and he was, you know, auctioning it off on Twitter, saying he can't do certain things, selling it because there are more security cameras now than the time of Kira and all this stuff, it makes me wonder what light would have done if he got the death note in 2015 instead of 2005 like how different the story would have been with just like the natural progression of humanity you know it would have been interesting like what would he have done some of the stuff like having the tv in his potato chip bag like he could have, would he watch it on his phone? Like, you know, it's like all the weird things. If cell phones were more of a thing, if he was texting a lot of people. And they like, do touch on it, it too, wonder, right? They uh, they mentioned that at one point. They're like, oh, like nowadays, Light wouldn't have gotten away with killing the FBI agent because there's all these cameras and stuff around. So um, they, they do kind of like talk about that a little bit, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It would, I would, I would love, not, not actually because I'm sick of remakes, but I would love to get like a retelling of White's Death Note in like 2020. Like, would he also have hipster hair? Like Minoru? Like the kid? Who had such hipster hair. Did he? I don't. Oh yeah, he had it shaved on the sides and like long on top. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah. I feel like that's like kind of mainstream hairstyle now hipster okay you obviously disagree (laughs) i disagree totally hipster hair um comment on the episode if you have hipster hair or send a picture and i will judge whether or not you have hipster hair i have hipster hair i have the bottom dyed i'm such a hipster what do you have it dyed what do i have it dyed it's like a lighter brown since my hair is like really dark. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, dude with hipster hair totally gets cucked by the Shinigami because he had the foolproof plan, but it was too good. So they had to ruin it for him. Bummer. At least as everyone else in Japan got like $100 million. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> that like, you can't do that. Like, it doesn't. That would like ruin the economy because everything would yeah. get inflated. Like it's. Yeah, it's a horrible idea. Yeah, like if everyone in the country got 
like a million dollars, the price of everything would just skyrocket because you could charge way everyone more. Everyone would have a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it's. And they would get like a million dollars a month for like seven years. Yeah, it's the the ending is just like kind of it's kind of janky. This whole thing. The more I think about it, well, for for America, it's janky. I think the kid had a cool idea, and he wasn't evil. He was spreading the wealth. He was taking his money, but he could have just taken a hundred gajillion quadrillion dollars. But he was spreading it, and he was like, "Okay, I'll get mine. My parents will get mine." I think he probably knew that his family had a bank account in that in the National Bank of Japan. So he's like, let me wait a couple years till I get my bank account. Then I'll get the death note ba- back and then I will have all the moms. So much gill in my pocket. And um, it was a good idea. I just wish it worked. The authors and the sh- Ryuk totally screwed him. Yeah, I don't know. The ending, the whole plan. Yeah. Because, like, it works in the manga, I guess. But, like, in real life, this would not work. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> this, of course. This this is, it doesn't this work is... this way. Uh, At the end of the day, this is still fiction. Something interesting, though, would be, like, okay, this event totally publicized the Death Note. Like, people knew about Kira, but they didn't know he had a supernatural notebook. notebook. Like... No, I don't think the they don't know that. The President of the United that. States, they don't know no, that? No, it just says I'm selling the power of Kira. I guess that... They're not so, they don't mention that it's a death note. Right, I guess only Donald Trump knows now. And he forgets because he relinquishes ownership. What? No, he doesn't forget because he says, I will be a hero. No, he does. He says specifically, like, I don't even want to, like... Be associated with you. Never. I'm giving up ownership. Never come back to me again. Huh? Did you even read it, Mary? I did. I read it the day it came out, though. You just you just read it twenty minutes ago. Correct. Hmm. <laughs> it's all very interesting. I really like the ideas in it. I like the concept. I like the modern setting. It's crazy to think that this is a modern setting and. 2005 isn't a modern setting, but it just shows how much things have changed in the last 15 years, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Are you throwing a party in your house? Uh, no. One of my roommates decided to start blasting music. Okay. <laughs> We're almost done anyway, so I guess it's Enjoy fun. some mellow music in the background. Jared must be home. He likes his music um, loud. Yes. But it's just, I don't know, I, I have to say that, like, I did enjoy it. I was happy I, I read it. I thought it was a cool take. Um, I was going to say it would be interesting to see what one-shot comes next now that people know about the Death Note, but you're right, they don't know about it. They still. do not. Huh. I should reread Death Note now that I have it in my house. Because I took it from home and brought it to the apartment. It's a good reread. I should. It's. I don't think I. I must have reread it, but I probably read it and then reread it like instantly. I reread half I of it. Read it in like a few years ago. I wonder which half. The second half, obviously. Oh, totally. Not. Yeah, that would be. 
You know what would be? Oh, excuse me, I burped. You know what would be a cool thing to do? Like we both reread a manga and we talk about like our perception of it before we read it, and then at we reread it, and then after we reread it. That would be fun. You know, kind of like a manga read along, like we did with Solanine and stuff, but we hadn't actually read those. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe Death Note, because that's not super long. Yeah, it's only 12 volumes, and it's in my apartment, so it'd be easy for me. <laughs> but I'm rereading Roroni Kenshin! I have 19 volumes to go! That's that's a lot. Oh, it, it's not a lot when it's the time of your life. Oh, right, right. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. But um, unless you have anything else, I'm set. This was a very satisfying, content-filled episode. Yeah, we, we covered a lot of stuff. And I'm excited for this next week of episodes and stuff. The anime this season's good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, no, it should be good. We have to think of a cool topic, too. Mm-hmm. We'll come up with something, like we always do. Can another classic manga just randomly come out with a one-shot? Can we do this once a week? Mm, no. <laughs> Definitely not. No? Not possible. You know what we haven't done in a while? A list. Okay. We're going to end the I podcast episode lists. here. No! Mary's <laughs> going off the deep okay. end now. With lists? We used to, like, only do lists. Lists were fun. Mary, please close us out so they don't have to listen to Jared's rap music anymore. All right, everyone, you are listening to the second version of episode 137 of your favorite, oh-so-favorite anime podcast, Anime Double Play. Per usual, we always appreciate you guys supporting us, listening to our episodes, talking on the Discord. It really means a lot, and we're always happy to do this every week, and we're always happy to interact with you guys basically every day. So thank you so much. We are so grateful to be here. This is a great night, and we will talk to you later. Have a great week in anime, and we will see you next week.